Hi and welcome to Working Well. I'm Suzanne McCabe from Life Switch Coaching and this podcast is about helping you to thrive in your career and your life. If you want to overcome workplace stress, build your confidence and get work-life balance back in your life, then this podcast is for you. Okay, so today I'm speaking with Stephanie Barnett. Stephanie is Marketing and Product Development Manager at Shearer's Candles. And uh, Stephanie, do you want to tell us a little bit about Shearer's Candles and uh, maybe the background to the company and uh, why you're you're a bit different? Well, we're um, a Glasgow candle manufacturer based in Govan. Mm -hmm. We've been making candles for 121 years. My family have been in the business for about 45 years now. Um, it's in its third generation. Wow. Um, my grandfather first um, bought the factory from a couple of brothers back in the 70s. Uh, he was a local entrepreneur and he had lots of hotels and bedsits in Glasgow and he always struggled to find candles for his restaurants. So being an entrepreneur, he bought a candle factory. Uh-huh. And my dad went into work there straight from school. Wow. Okay. Then my mother followed in the eighties and then my sister and I are now working in the business. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, it's a real family business. Um and it's just so great to be involved in manufacturing in Scotland and in the UK. Mm-hmm. And we um we met some years ago because um I was working as an ICT specialist and um, one of my roles was to advise local businesses about ICT and how they use it for business growth Um, and uh, so I spoke to Stephanie and her dad um, about their e-commerce site at the time Um, and Stephanie was just telling me before we came on that uh, they're now (laughs) doing another version of their website Um, so yeah the business is going from strength to strength and of course you've got that fabulous uh, Amazon advert that's on the telly just now which has just been incredible exposure for us nationwide and actually even it's even made it over to sort of Europe because it's been aired on Sky News or Sky Sports sorry and the like so we're absolutely delighted with the exposure. That's fabulous yeah and and it's good product you've got as well and you know I I use candles occasionally not all the time or every week but now and then I like to use a candle and what I've noticed about Shearer's candles genuinely is there is a, a quality about them that you can't quite put your finger on but it's yeah. different from other candles and I don't know what your your secret is but it really is a, a lovely of, product you know, good quality ingredients um, we've got staff that have worked for us for, for 30 40 years uh-huh. my father's an expert candle maker so it's really about making the candle or designing the candle to work to burn yeah um, without the smoking and all these sort of the things you hear in the in the papers, the carcinogens, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. So yeah. It's about testing, good quality ingredients, uh, and and design as well is a big part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they but look... we also do do diffusers as well, and I see you've got a diffuser in the background there. Yes. <laughs> Don't it's, know if it's one it, of ours. It, it's not. I'm afraid. Should have thought about that. A real. Um, they've sort of developed in the last 10 years and become really popular so we do a lot of diffusers uh-huh 
Great. Well, today we are talking about returning to work after having a baby and the challenges of returning to work. As I think you know, I've got three myself. Yeah. Uh, How do you do it? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not too sure. <laughs> I'm really not too sure. Um, they're, they're 12, 10 and 7 now, all girls. Um, and it is quite a busy, crazy life. And um, I can remember just having to juggle the, the childcare and the rushing into work, rushing out of work having yeah. a short lunch at my desk and, and all that stuff and balancing all the other stuff that goes on in the background, you know, when they're ill and, and suddenly your day changes and you've got to change things at a drop of a hat. And I personally found it quite a stressful time, I have to say. Yeah. And I had a lot of work on in the job that I was doing previously, even though I, I when I had my second child, I worked three days a week. And then when I had my third, I went down to two days a week. But the workload didn't change. And effectively, yeah. I was doing the same workload as my full-time colleagues. So I just felt like my foot to the, was to the floor, you know, yeah, on the days that I was in the office. So I'm I'm just wondering what your experience has been of yeah. returning to work. What's your story? Um, yeah. Because you've got a little one, don't you? I do. I've got a two-year-old she's two and two months uh-huh. she's a, a wee firecracker she's not really like her mum and dad she's got um all the confidence and she's she's a crazy girl but, uh-huh. uh, wonderful uh, so ivy was born in july 2016 uh-huh. uh, and i took about six six or seven months maternity leave for mm-hmm. that and i didn't plan to take uh, six or seven months um but my husband actually was made redundant okay. five months into having Ivy. Okay. So we had that stress to start with. Well, having the baby was stressful and getting to know how, how do you look after a newborn. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was probably worse. But yeah, my husband was made redundant um, at five months and we had to make the difficult decision of well, what do we do? Does he go and try and find another job in a field? He was a model maker um, at sort of a dying field I would say in Scotland anywhere in, in the UK um are you really talking like sort of physical physical house models for houses or building oh yeah it's for like um architects or there's a lot of marine work as well you would uh-huh. um design or not design but build mini boats mm-hmm. um, oil rigs that sort of thing so it was really specialized really skilled work uh and not highly paid, I may also add, uh-huh. in the sort of creative side. So it was difficult for him to try and find a job in Glasgow. Um, maybe he could have found a job in London, but it wasn't an option to move. Uh-huh. So we made the difficult decision that I would go back to work. I had a job, a good job, family business. and It didn't really frighten me to go back early. Um, I So I went back. I, I did my sort of returning to work days um, the first month and then I went back four days which was a blessing I don't think I could have done five days going straight into it um, so work for quite understanding and let, let me do the, the four days uh-huh. but it was it was difficult one on, on the side that my husband sort of had a, a personal crisis of 
who am I? I'm not providing for the family anymore. Mm-hmm. And I would have to keep saying, you know, but you're looking after Ivy. That you can't buy that. Well, you can buy childcare, but it's it's not the same, you know, uh-huh. to have a parent looking after. Her. So I actually quite liked he was looking after her and we didn't have to put her into nursery at five months old. Uh-huh. We kind of felt, well, we just didn't want to do that. Um, so I was back to work and, you know, those first sort of few months of coming back, you're trying to find your way in a job, which is also a bit stressful. You know, um, people had been taken on in my role to do the work they were still there so I was trying to find my way what 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 can I do for the company and um, in the end my mother was retiring so I took on her product development role which is so much bigger than what I'd had before (laughs) (laughs) but I love it I absolutely love it it's brilliant um so yeah um it was difficult, you know, leaving early in the morning, coming back late. You know, I'd come back and Ivy would be having a bottle of milk and going to bed and I wouldn't see her. And, you know, I would have these doubts of, I'm not going to have much of an influence on her at this stage. You know, she's with her dad all the time. And then she got very attached to, to her dad and I couldn't comfort her at night when she cried and she just oh. went to daddy all the time. So it was difficult for me emotionally. Um... um but you know, as she's gotten older, she's changed, we've changed, and all she wants now is her mummy. So it's great, it's, it's fine. <laughs> and it's got easier uh-huh. as she's gotten older. But you know, it was a good six months where it was it was tough. Yeah. For us all, and you know, I tried to find my way in a, in a sort of, I guess, a new job and, and learn new things, but also, you know, deal with my daughter really only wanting her daddy and not her mummy. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, identity crisis as well you feel like you should be um you should be wanted by your your daughter Uh but you know she was with her dad all day he was doing everything with her he's a fabulous father and so you know you have to just try and rationalize and you know realize you know mike's the one making the lunches in the morning and he's the one shining her shoes at night and (laughs) sometimes i think oh i should be doing that but then you know you have to turn it the other way and say well I'm the one who makes sure there's food in her lunch boxes and uh-huh. she's got new shoes for the winter. So um, I guess it's, yeah, trying to rationalise and, and turn it around and look at it from a different point of view and the negative, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think that's really important to um, to challenge some of these negative thoughts that we have in our head. About- they really, they do, they creep up on you, especially when you're, you know, at stressful points in your life or like I was so Mm -hmm. So, yeah yeah, it's it's kind of like um it's almost like beating yourself up with a with a stick every time you 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 think to yourself that you should do this you should do that you should be feeling a certain way I should have an attachment with my child yeah and you know I've got I've got a really good support network and I can talk to my husband my mum my sister friends mm-hmm. and you know and they reassure you as well and that, and that helps yeah I found um my family and friends were very reassuring and um I definitely leaned on them a lot because in addition to uh, the having three young children at home and working part-time um I think you've probably seen my video yesterday um and, yeah. and my mum had been ill for years so yeah. uh she actually 
had been admitted to hospital when my youngest was born the same day. And so we had this uh, situation of, of my mum being very seriously mentally ill. It was very hard. It was a hard time. Ultimately, that's why I ended up, up off with chronic fatigue because it was just too much going on yeah. in my life and it, I just got run down. And yeah. that's when I, I kind of stopped and took a look at what I was doing and decided that um, while I enjoyed my job and I felt that I had something to contribute, um, that it was a very busy job and it was something that I could change in my life. I couldn't change my mum's illness. That's why I decided to go into coaching. Um, but uh, Very brave. <laughs> thank you. But Not not about the, the, the industry, but just to make that big change when you had such a, a lot going on as well. I think, I think really I felt like um, it didn't feel like a choice because I... For a long period, I wasn't getting better. Yeah. I could do about an hour a day of concentrating, and then that was about it. So I thought, well, why don't I see if I can do a course? And then when I found the life coaching course, the diploma, it was like five to seven hours a week, and I thought, that's great. I can do an hour a day, weekdays when the kids are at school, and that's why I decided to do that. And uh, left Scottish Enterprise. But like that, I guess like your husband... I couldn't have done that if my husband hadn't been working yeah. full-time. Um, and uh, I guess it must be very challenging for people who don't have a partner to lean on yeah, as well because absolutely. that's an additional stress. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, Mike had his own stresses because I guess he, he was the one uh, looking after Ivy and, and being a dad and taking kids to all these um these classes, not, not that she went to loads, but, you know, like the baby gym or, you know, like a toddler group. And he would feel so intimidated um, by what he calls the mummy mafia. But, you know, <laughs> it was probably mostly in his head. Uh, but, you know, when you're like the only guy with, with a kid or maybe there'd be two guys in a group, uh, he felt very, very intimidated. And it was a very lonely, lonely place at times as well. Is that something that got better for him in time? Yeah, I think, again, as well, we've only got the, the one daughter, one child. And I keep saying a lot of it's to do with confidence. So you have, you have your child and you just feel like you're thrown in to the deep end. You don't know anything. You have to learn from scratch about, you know, milk and nursing and, um, you know, when should she go to bed? You know, all these, like, what do they eat when they start um, weaning and that sort of thing. And I think... Um, you get more confident as as time goes on. Uh -huh. You get to know your daughter, your your child as well. What do they like? Uh -huh. Your yeah. personality. And then I, I feel like once you get, I'd say that comes after what maybe nine months a year, and then you really feel you know them and you know their wants and needs and you know how to satisfy them and, and look after them better. It's, it's all about time and confidence. Yeah, I think so, and I think that uncomfortable as he felt that it was really brave of him to, to yeah. keep taking her to these things yeah. and just immerse himself in that world anyway and and step up you know um clearly there was something going on in his head that said well I'm going to do this anyway you yeah. know and uh, I actually found with my first I didn't go to a lot of these groups um and I had postnatal depression after my first one and um, in hindsight 
I wished I had done more with her. And I don't know if the depression came first or if, if, or if it was the lack of social, you know, interaction with other mums. But certainly I, I, I struggled for about the first seven months. And then when I had my second, I decided that I wasn't going to repeat that. And um, I kind of immersed myself in, in various toddler groups and things like that. And there was something very reassuring about being able to sit with someone else and say, well, yes, I, I have had a bad night and this has happened yeah. and that's happened and know that you're, you're not on your own, yeah. you know. But um, so what else do you do to kind of look after yourself um, while you're, you know, being the family breadwinner, yeah. but then you're going home and you've got a child who, who now is a bit of a mummy's girl yeah, and wants your attention and I'm guessing yeah. you're probably tired at the end of the day. So how do that's, you help... Yeah. How do you help to kind of balance that up and keep yourself healthy mentally and physically? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I I go to the gym once a week. Mm-hmm. I don't really manage any more than that. Um, I would like to go more. I used to play hockey. I was, I mean, I was obsessed. I was playing three or four times a week. And, and I actually did try and continue that for the first year after Ivy was born. But it just got too much in that I was working full time and any time that I was off I wanted to spend with her mm-hmm. so um, that's I've given that up for now but I'll never say never I might go back um, so I don't do enough exercise but when I do or if I go for a run I feel so much better and I need to really push myself to do more uh-huh. exercise because I think it's so key for yes. feeling better for battling stress um, any anxieties that you've got absolutely and you know you don't have to be a member of a gym or go to a class you can literally just go out for a 15 minute run and it and it does wonders you absolutely know? or even if it's a fast walk so I try and do that um and I guess I try and see friends oh, maybe once a month I was going to um, ask you about that you know, actually to just to go out and have dinner or go around to a friend's house, you know, and have, have a bit of a night out. So uh-huh. I do that. Obviously, I see friends. I don't just see friends once once a month, but I try and organise like a girls' night once a month. Um, but other than that, you know, you come home from work and yeah, you are tired. And, and Ivy's a bit of a live wire. She's usually up till about half eight so <laughs> by the time, which is great because I get to spend time with her, but by the end of it, you're absolutely shattered and you just want to go to bed yourself. <laughs> but, you know, it's making time for yourself. Having a bath, that really relaxes me. Uh-huh. Um, or trying to find time to watch a film with my husband. Um, it's just it's the little things, I think, that you really need to try and keep going. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you and I particularly am a fan of of using exercise to look after your mental health and and try and deal with those stresses and um, I mean I still have chronic fatigue and it's pretty well managed, I just need to nap each day after my lunch, that's how I get on top of it. Other than that my life is pretty normal, I would avoid late nights but other than that, yeah. and I love cycling and I have done for years and I used to bring my bike in um, when I worked at my, my previous employer actually and um, one of the things I found really hard when my chronic fatigue was really bad was that I didn't have the energy at all to cycle yeah. and then gradually 
um, I would do like a mile. Yeah. <laughs> and aha, uh-huh, yeah. And now, I mean, bear in mind, I kind of this this phase of fatigue started in twenty fifteen, spring of twenty fifteen. So we're like, you know, three and a half years on. Uh, two miles would be plenty for me. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but do you know what? I don't care because it's that thing of. I know it's good for me mentally, so I would rather go and get the time on the bike than not have it, you know, and now I've even managed... Quality, not quantity, as my friend always says. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah, I think it's just so important and it's it's a mindset, it's about saying, I am taking this time for me, it might just be 10 minutes, or it might be 15 minutes or half an hour or whatever you can get. But I am taking this time for me because uh, there's just a lot going on in my life and there's a lot of stresses. And I guess it's, uh, you're taking a bit of control back, aren't you? You know, in in a life which can feel stressful, chaotic, etc. Yeah. Yeah, anything else that you want to Um, mention about your return to work or... um, I guess I mean what's important is that your your work support you, and you know I, I was very lucky that um, I could choose to do four days. I would have liked to have done less, but my situation was we needed need to be doing four days to uh-huh. pay the mortgage. Yes. Um, so you know they were understanding. You know here we've got flexi time. We can work depending on the job, but you can work four days or three days or. You know, we've got some girls who only work uh, part-time, you know, every day. They do a half day. So it's handy that if your employer is understanding that way. And, you know, actually in our business, we mostly employ females. So uh-huh. we've got to be, you know, who and most of us have kids. Uh-huh. Um, also, I mean, another big thing for me was I was um, breastfeeding. Oh, and I yes. breastfed for a year, so um, I was given a room to be able to like use a, a, a breast pump, pump yes. and that sort of thing so mm-hmm. that was it was nice you felt like you were supported uh-huh. in sense. Um, and I know it's a family business and of course I would have been allowed to do that sort of thing <laughs> but you know we, we encourage it for, for um, other employees as well yeah uh, yeah I think having support from your employers really 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 important yeah. when you return into work and and also you know child children get ill all the time and then you get ill and you know it's understanding that you know can, you can't come into work they'll let you work from home you know, uh-huh. like that so we're, we're very understanding and then give it a few years and you'll be wanting to use your flexi time for uh, school shows and assemblies yes. and because i mean although i i work i work half days five days a week but I still end up juggling my work time because there's stuff on at the yeah. school and I also volunteer at the school and um, yeah, there's there's usually something at least every second week that I'm having to, to fit in. Anyway, Stephanie, thanks very much for chatting to me about your experiences of returning to work and just I, I think the thing that's helped you I think is something that's that's universal for all of us you know the um, making sure that you exercise making sure yeah. you spend time with your friends yeah. and also just challenging some of those negative thoughts that you might be yeah. experiencing about um, being away from home and being away from yeah. your children so yeah. 
thanks very much for chatting to me, okay? No worries, thank you. Alright, <laughs> take care. Bye. Bye. So, if you want to find out more about what I do at Life Switch Coaching, you can go to my website, which is at www.lifeswitchcoaching.com and you can email me at suzanne at lifeswitchcoaching.com That's S-U-S-A-N-N-E at lifeswitchcoaching.com Thanks very much for listening and take care. Goodbye.